A former patient at the Lake Alice Psychiatric Hospital's Child and Adolescent Unit says an apology to survivors doesn't go far enough. Several dozen survivors gathered in Palmerston North yesterday to hear the apology for their treatment from the Royal Australian and New Zealand College of Psychiatrists. Now among them was Auckland barrister Rosemary Thompson who was incarcerated at the age of 13 in Lake Alice Hospital and witnessed what she says was degrading and inhumane treatment of other children. She joins us now. Morena Rosemary, welcome to the program. Kira Ingrid. You were at the apology yesterday. What was your reaction to what was said? Well, um, really the, the voices in the room um, spoke to that in the sense that there was a lot of disappointment. Um, I understand that the college were wishing to convey their apology of good intentions, but for the survivors who were present and listening, it sounded cliched, insincere and void of any true meaning. Um, the words have been carefully chosen and vetted. There was no impact on the language used. Sure, they used the emotive term barbaric and that a travesty had occurred, but that doesn't address the enormity of what occurred under the leaks regime. And we're talking about an individual who, with the staff, ran rampant, completely out of control. And I pointed out to the college yesterday, he was a psychopath on the loose for 35 years in New Zealand and Australia, and there should be an acknowledgement of that in their apology. Something specific, something directed at the individual. Um, just to give an example, a survivor sitting behind me told the assembled gathering that they had no appreciation of what the survivors in the room went through. She recounted trying to escape by running in, in her night dress through paddocks in the, in the night, trying to get away from the place. And she's then only picked up by police, returned to the unit, place you should never have been and subject to, to more abuse. And um, that's, that's, I think, the, the feeling in the room, the, the enormity. There's really, still to this day, no appreciation of what actually took place mm. at, at the unit. And you actually stood up at, at the uh, yesterday and, and spoke to the college representatives. What did you say? Yes, that's what I said. I said, look, okay. you know, we're talking about, you know, a, a psychopath, a psychopath, on the loose for 35 years. And that's what I said to them. I said, that needs to be built into the apology. There needs to be something specific along those lines. You need to actually acknowledge that, acknowledge what happened. And that's my point. There needs to be something specific directed at the individual. You know, they use the word barbaric, sure. That's, that's a good start. Um, but, you know, really, then it needs to be more focused. And, and I think that's pretty clear. And what, what about compensation? I mean, words go so far, but what about compensation? Well, I actually made mention of that um, to, uh, I think it was TV3, that at the end of the day, it's really going to come down to compensation. That's the true apology, and only the government can give that. And the government really need to to accept, acknowledge, you know, what actually happened. And and only a, a payout, a compensation can only answer that. You know, an apology can go so far, it's, it's words at the end of the day. But what the survivors need, all in their 60s now, you know, we don't know how many years we have left, but all that, all that they have to look forward to now is some, some form of compensation so they can enjoy the rest of the years that they have. Do you have any hope that that will happen? Well, you know, I used an expression, waiting for Godot, in a um, LinkedIn post that I did. You know, we continue to wait for Godot. We wait, we wait, we wait and we hope. So far, nothing has come of it. Um, I, I, I don't think the survivors have given up yet, but um, they have been waiting a very, very long time. And every day is, is a long day. 
I think what concerns me the most is that Links was never stopped in his tracks. There was an opportunity to do that. Um, there were complaints made to the Ombudsman, complaints by other people of the police, Medical Council. And the Medical Council actually had him before their penal committee in November 1977, and this came out in the Royal Commission. But nothing actually came of it. There's no record of, of what happened, and the penal committee is their uh, most serious committee, which they could have actually taken steps to strike him off at that point if found um, guilty of the charges. But um, they didn't, and then a short time later, Leakes announced to them that he was wanting to head over to Australia, and would he mind issuing them a certificate of good standing, which mm. they duly did, mm. and off he went to Australia, and that was really the end of it. That was their opportunity. He could have been stopped then and there, and he should have been stopped then and there. So yes. off he went to Australia, carried on another 30 years, um, carried on with the, the usual. He was, he was um, um, charged with... Um, well, he actually wasn't criminally charged, but he was civilly found liable for sexually abusing one of his patients, and I believe there are other allegations. Okay. Hey, thank you very much, Rosemary. I can hear the frustration and the hurt, also the bravery in your voice. We do appreciate your time this morning. That was Auckland barrister Rosemary Thompson, one of those uh, receiving an apology uh, for treatment at the Lake Alice Psychiatric Hospital.